So as an industry, digital health in Australia, how do we focus our attention on utilising technology to solve problems, not just for those that have easy access to it, but to those communities who need it most, those in rural and remote and marginalised areas? There's an inequality gap in healthcare, and today we're going to take a closer look at how we close that gap. I'm joined today by Colleen Birchley, General Manager for Primary and Community Health at Telstra Health. And today, we'll explore the role of digital health in closing the inequality gap in healthcare, the needs of communities and healthcare workers in rural and remote areas, and lots, lots more. Let's make it happen, Team Health Tech. Welcome to Talking Health Tech with Peter Birch, a podcast featuring conversations with key players and influencers to promote innovation and collaboration for better healthcare enabled by technology. With me today is Colleen Birchley, General Manager of Primary and Community Health at Telstra Health. Colleen started her career as a registered nurse and has held sales, leadership and product management and business management roles across Australia and Asia over the last two decades. She's managed the telehealth team at Telstra Health for the past five years, more recently moving to a position leading primary and community health. Hey, Colleen, how are you going? Good, thank you, Peter. How are you? Really good. Cool last name as well, by the way. <laughs> it is indeed. We must be mildly related. I don't know if that, <laughs> that works. Cool. Hey, look, I'm really excited to get into this one about the important topics around quality of and creating improved access to healthcare and lots of other things too. So really looking forward to getting stuck into it. Thanks for making the time. I gave you a really high level overview about yourself at the start of the show, but tell us a bit more about you, Colleen. What's your story? Sure. Thanks, Peter. So yes, I did start out my career as a registered nurse and then moved into the telco and technology sector, both in Australia and in Asia for a number of years. And I was actually working at Telstra when Telstra Health started, and it was just the perfect opportunity to bring together my nursing background and technology. I've been in Telstra Health for seven years now, and it's been a fantastic experience to be able to bring that together and really help solve some problems for people and healthcare providers. What a great spot to do it in and seeing that progression over time in Telstra Health too. That's really cool. And so you did some stuff with telehealth first, but now you're looking after Communicare. Is that right? Tell us a bit more about that. Yes. So, so 18 months ago, I was given the opportunity to take over the primary and community health business and moved from Brisbane to Perth to do so. And it's been a really fantastic 18 months. And we're certainly at a fantastic spot in the journey for Communicare and looking forward to telling you a bit more about what we've been doing and what we have planned. Yeah. Well, tell us a bit more about Communicare then for those that don't know. What is it? Who's it for? And what problem does it solve? Communicare is a digital care solution for primary and community health services. It's been specifically designed for use by the whole multidisciplinary care team, which is what makes Communicare a little bit different. We began in our early days by servicing the Aboriginal medical services market, and this will always be a really critical part of what we do. In addition to that, we've expanded to some state-based and community health use cases as well. And Communicare solves, I guess, lots of problems in healthcare delivery, but I think the biggest problem that it solves is around continuity of care. Delivering continuity of care requires access to a patient's clinical history, but you really need that as a starting point. And it's the electronic clinical record for all care across the team that's really the key to be able to do this. So it's really important for all clinicians to be able to see what's happened to that patient, what have they been prescribed, what procedures they've had, and most importantly, their history to be able to deliver a really good continuity of care for that patient. 
And so within each clinical setting, there'd be a practice management system or a system that they use to store information in that one spot. So this sounds like something that goes over the top to be able to provide access across multiple disciplines to enable more healthcare in that way. Is that about right? actually is a form of a practice management system itself, Communicaries. The difference being that it's teams-based. So it's for the whole team to use and record information about the patient other than just for one clinician or one discipline within that care team. So it really enables, particularly when we're talking about Aboriginal medical services, for the Aboriginal health worker, the dietitian, the general practitioner, whoever it might be who has input into that patient's care to be able to input and have a look at that patient's record. Perfect. Got it. Thank you. So set the scene for us then. We talked a little bit about this. Well, today we're talking about the health inequality gap in Australia. When we talk about that, what are some examples of that? Or what do you think of when I say that? And what are some stats around that? Our solution, obviously, we developed Communicare in conjunction with rural and remote health services and Aboriginal medical services. So a lot of our customers are in rural and remote Australia, and there are certainly some challenges there. We know that a third of our population or 7 million people live in rural and remote Australia. We know that rates of preventable disease and avoidable hospitalizations increase significantly when you look at geographical remoteness. Mortality rates for men and women are significantly higher in remote areas compared with major cities. And people in these areas have difficulty accessing health services, including primary health services. There's a limited workforce and it's a really vast geography, so it's really difficult for people to get access to the care they need. There's a lot of reliance on generalists in rural and remote to provide specialist services. So when we talk about services like palliative care are often provided by generalists rather than in the city, you'd have access to specialist services for those types of things. And you just look at the vast distance. So patients need to travel a really long way to get the care that they need in these areas, which also makes it really challenging for them to be able to access what they need when they need it. Building on that then, the access to care across a large geographical space and the reliance on generalists, it sounds like there's a lot that both patients need and healthcare providers need in these communities. What do they need for both the patients and the healthcare providers in these areas? In terms of patients, in an ideal world, patients need access to the health services when they need them. So that's really a crux. Ideally, they have the same access to health services that they would in, in metro areas. That's what would happen in an ideal world. But we know, as we talked about, there are some challenges with that, given their geography and workforce, and it's really challenging. So the healthcare providers in these areas, they really have to think about how they can do things differently. So how can they leverage different models or modes of care? What can they do on the technology front? As well as they really need to have the right information again about the patient to be able to deliver the right care to that patient. And it sounds like then so obviously digital health can play a big part in solving some of those problems, right? Yeah, absolutely. Digital health helps address it in two ways. Firstly, being able to enable access to services through different modes or models of care. We've seen during COVID a bit of a dramatic rise in telehealth services, which telehealth's always been a fantastic thing. And it's really taken off during COVID with a lot more people accessing it to be able to deliver all sorts of healthcare services. And I think that's a really good example of where different ways of using technology can really help and delivering care in a different way can really help deliver those services. And then the second part is really around sharing of information. So we talked about continuity of care and really making sure that clinicians have the right information 
about the patient that they need. And that is something that obviously digital health can really help solve, whether it's a clinic or a district, having access to electronic clinical records that clinicians can access is really important to health outcomes for people in these areas. And so thinking about Communicare specifically, I'm keen to understand a bit more about how the platforms progressed over time. But just as you were talking about COVID and the needs of communities in those areas, I'm interested, particularly the last 12 months for Communicare and more generally in your area of Telstra Health, you talked a bit about telehealth and everything. Are there other features or enhancements or areas of the technology, particularly Communicare, that have been enhanced or worked on over the past 12 months? Yes, absolutely. We've had a very busy time on the product development front over the last 12 months. And certainly the first part of this year has been incredibly busy delivering some of the compliance changes around active ingredient prescribing. And more recently, the changes required for the interaction with the Australian Immunisation Register to support COVID vaccination administration. All of our customers who are delivering COVID vaccinations have access to the updated software that enables that transmission of the information required to the immunisation register. So that's been a really big focus for us to jump on those as soon as they came out and make them available for our customers. But in addition to that, we've certainly been busy developing our core solution. And in mid-April, we'll be delivering our next release. And that's going to see significant improvements to our integrated prescribing functionality and medications tools as well as medications workflows, medication history, and we'll also be enabling some drug to condition and drug to pregnancy interaction checking, which is really important for clinicians as they're prescribing to patients. And then in parallel to that, so that's our core software that we deliver now and we are still working very hard on. We're also working on our next generation solution which will deliver a microservices architecture version of our solution that will be available as cloud-based or on-premise for customers. And that's going to make it really flexible for customers and be able to address a number of different use cases. So customers can just use the modules of the solution that they need. They can, again, use it either via the cloud or on-premise, whatever they need to do. And we've been working really hard with customers on that and launched a customer reference program to make sure that we have the right level engagement and we're really getting input from customers as we develop and go on this journey. That's a major focus for us over the coming 18 months. We've been really working on our customer engagement overall and so we're actually launching a new client portal as well that will just make customer engagement that easier for customers to find information and, and get the support that they need. Yeah, cool. So the active ingredient prescribing and the AIR for the vaccines, all really relevant integrations that need to take place within a system like Communicare. Are there anything else or any other areas that you need to integrate with that are taking a particular focus for you right now? Yes, at Telstra Health, we've been working really hard on bringing together our solutions. And in the next few months, we'll actually be integrating to a a couple of other areas within Telstra Health. So we'll be firstly integrating with the National Cancer Screening Register, which is going to be fantastic because it means that clinicians will now have access to a patient's screening history and results, which will be a massive help. And we're also integrating to our telehealth solutions. So we will be able to integrate to MyCare Manager, which is our remote patient monitoring solution in Telstra Health, again, which enables people to 
stay at home longer, be able to be monitored from their own home. And those results will come back directly into Communicare for the clinician to be able to view what's happening with that patient while they're at home. Sounds very useful. And just on that point around support too, I've been there firsthand and also speaking with a lot of members in the community and just generally within digital health in Australia. When you're working as a vendor and you're trying to implement uh, new technology into say clinics or clinical environments and you're supporting those providers in doing that, very often either the expectation or the requirement is that you're almost physically there in person to help them with the rollout and the onboarding and everything. But like everyone over the past 12 months with COVID, we've had to adapt to do a lot more virtually like it is done in in other industries anyway. But being a platform that assists in rural and remote areas of Australia, it sounds like providing support remotely is something that is necessary in your day to day. So how have you gone about doing that effectively and providing that support to customers in a virtual way? You know, you're talking about the customer portal and, and all of that, but how have you gone about it up until this point? It's really interesting, Peter. Traditionally, you're right, like implementation and training would be quite hands-on. And we certainly had a lot of travel hours clocking up, especially when you're talking about some of these really remote areas that our team were going to. And as you said, like everyone else, we've had to pivot and go, right, how are we going to do this differently? And it's been quite successful. And I think even a lot of the team and our customers have been surprised and impressed at how it has been able to go ahead without a hitch. We've adapted training to do a lot more online training, a lot more virtual training sessions, obviously. And same with implementations, even a lot of the discovery sessions, we just do remotely now and then support the teams to be able to implement remotely as well. Going forward, we'll see where the world ends up. But I think things have probably changed forever and there will be a hybrid approach to how we do things. Having said that, I really think there's still so much value in that face-to-face connection with customers. And especially when you're talking about things like supporting change management aspects of an implementation and really making sure that the clinicians understand the software and the workflows and how things are going to work. For those things, nothing really beats sitting down with someone and guiding them through step by step. So I think going forward, there'll definitely be a mix of approach. And COVID, I have to say, has been good in terms of helping force that change and helping customers see as well what is possible to do things differently and that it is still successful and can work really well. It's great to hear different people's perspectives on it and what the outlook might be moving forward. And I agree that the hybrid approach definitely sounds like it's going to be the way forward. It's always great to be able to do things in person and help people through with that change management piece, which is critical, as you say. Thinking about the environments that Communicare is operating in, we've talked a lot about rural and remote communities and and areas of need. Where else is Communicare used and where will people find it? Traditionally, yes, that's where we've come from in terms of Aboriginal medical services, which is still a big focus and rural and remote clinics. We've also kind of expanded to some state-based deployments. So with WAX's WA Country Health Service in WA, and then we've also recently deployed in Cairns and Torres Health Services in Queensland, which has gone really well. So we'd really like to see that continue into expanding both of those areas and into other states. We're also looking at some 
adjacent markets as well, such as corrections. And we also have a number of kind of niche community health organisations that we work with as well. Communicare, because it is so incredibly flexible and can be really tailored to a specific use case, we find we have lots of different types of customers and we can really support all the different programs out there. So that's really our core focus going forward is, is still the rural and remote and Aboriginal medical services, looking at state-based government deployments and then some adjacent kind of markets as well. Makes a lot of sense. Perfect. And so then building on that, thinking about the future and what you'll be focusing on, what can we look forward to seeing from Communicare in the next 12 and 24 months? For me, it's about us making sure that we are responsive to our customers and the market in terms of what we're developing and the features and functionalities that we're working on. We're all really excited about delivering our next generation solution and that it will certainly ramp the team up to be able to do that. And that's a, a really big focus. But most importantly, we've ramped up our customer engagement and focus. And I've talked a little bit about that. At the end of the day, that's why we're here, to be able to support our customers and healthcare providers and help do our bit to improve health outcomes. So we really need to make sure that what we're doing solves problems for our customers. That's a really big focus for us going forward as well. Love it. Well, thank you, Colleen. I'm going to put some details for Communicare and Telstra Health more broadly in the show notes from this episode and people can check out what you do on your website and also through our website too on the directory. So good luck with everything moving forward and I appreciate you making the time. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for listening to the show. Check out TalkingHealthTech.com to connect with other people in our community and to learn more about the Australian health tech industry. Also, make sure you hit subscribe on your favourite podcast player so you don't miss an episode and share this episode with a few people who need to hear it. Now go make it happen.